What's poppin'? Welcome to your health class, the show about helping you lose fat, ditch your comfort zone, and then we're going to change our generation. So I'm Trevor, health and nutrition coach, and today we're really going to dive into what's going to make a food healthy or not, or actually how to be able to tell. So using what's on the packaging, well, first off, has to have packaging. <laughs> That's going to be side number one, but we'll get into that. So what's on the packaging, the nutrition label, how to read that, and really be able to make a decision if that food is going to be good for you or is not going to serve you. But before that, hear that intro. I took my turmeric shot this morning, so I'm feeling pretty swell. Yeah. I've been focused on my health. Yeah. I've been tossing hundred dollar bills down with some wells. Limos in the windows, baby. I can't kiss and tell. Massive in my head, but it's not negative. Spewing on your tray. Please keep your sentiments, cause I don't need the energy. Thank you for tuning in. This is gonna be the first show of the new year. This show has been officially on now since 2019 or not 2019, 2020. So we're going on a year and a half at this point, so I'm super excited, and it's over 100 episodes at this point, and I really appreciate like all the support I've gotten from this, and the feedback I've gotten of people that have listened to this and actually been able to implement the things we talk about, and having it make some meaningful impact in their life, and I think this will be a huge one, just for the fact that you got to eat every day and being able to figure out what's going on on that food packaging, being able to read it like a pro so you know if that food you're going to eat is going to serve you or not. And that's the first layer of defense right there. So, I mean, in a perfect world, we're not going to be eating any food coming out of a package. I mean, in a perfect, perfect world, we'd be growing our own food. Uh, we'd have access to all the sustainable stuff, but it, it's reality. And we're living here in reality, like not everything I cook is something I ate. Not everything I cook is something I've grown myself. And so there's going to be foods that we're going to be having that either they're coming out of a packaging or if we're going to a restaurant and um, we're looking at the nutritional breakdown. But how do we actually read this nutrition label to be able to like, what is that telling us? And then also the more important part that's right below it. Or sometimes right to the side, which is the ingredients. Like that's going to tell you so much more than that nutrition label ever could. But why is this important? So the first step in order to actually changing your health outcomes, changing what you look like, changing the results you're getting is going to be changing what's going into your body. And a very simple way of changing what going What's going into your body is understanding what it is. So what is on these labels that you need to be looking out for? And what is it actually telling you in the first place? So one big distinction we need to make to start out is the fact that there's going to be all this writing all over the packaging that's going to be trying to tell you one thing. And it's all marketing. So there's the marketing. Then there's the reality. The reality is what's on the nutrition label. So that, that box on the back that has the calorie breakdown and the fat and all that, that's going to be the reality in the ingredients as well. That's what we're focused on. All the other stuff that's on the box that's trying to persuade you one way, I mean, that's what the box is there for, to persuade you to buy it. And it can give you some decent information every once in a while, but 
let's just let's actually just look at an example of this. So this box I'm looking at is for a strawberry fruit popsicle. And it's made with real fruit, a good source of vitamin C per one bar. I don't know why you'd put that at the end. <laughs> no GMO ingredients. And it's like, that's great. So it's focusing on all the positives. But you scroll to the side and now it's made with real fruit again. Good source of vitamin C, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial colors or flavors, fat-free, gluten-free. And this is great stuff. Like, it's good to know that none of this is included in there. But if you're going to be making a decision on what's going into your body, you, you're not going to be making the decision on this. This is going to be that 5%, that 10%, because it can be very misleading a lot of times because it says a good source of vitamin C, for instance, but what does that actually mean? And made with real fruit. As long as some real fruit is in there, it's technically made with real fruit. And you'll start to notice this with um, a lot of nutrition labels is that you'll read the read all the marketing on it. But then once you look at the label, you're like, oh, yeah, that technically is correct. Because let's look at this. We're going to scroll right down to the ingredients and it's going to be strawberries. Okay, that's good. That's a good first ingredient. Water, cane, cane syrup. And then we're going to scroll down just a little bit and we're going to see strawberry juice made from concentrate. It's just understanding that when we're making strawberry into a juice, we're taking all the fiber out of it. And you're pretty much just going to be left with the sugar. And then even if they were to add some artificial flavors in there as well, that's a whole nother topic. But just understanding that, yes, this is (laughs) made with some strawberries, but is the bulk of it going to be strawberry? And it's good that the first ingredient on here is actually strawberries. That's actually why I got these. I mean, not something you want to be eating on a daily basis, but a good treat every once in a while. It's going to be better than some of the other options. And that's a big concept to understand here as well is not always is it going to be about being perfect all the times, but what ways can you be better? Make those little upgrades. So if you go from eating Kraft mac and cheese, what if you were to upgrade it into one of the protein mac and cheeses? Well, that might not be the healthiest thing for you in the world. Trust me, it's not. But it's going to be better than what you're having before. And if you make enough of these small little upgrades over time, that's going to make a whole lot more of a difference than trying to go full into a perfect diet right at once. But let's get back to the main topic here. So that marketing versus reality. So obviously take into account what the marketing's saying, but that's going to be like five, maybe 10% of your actual decision-making. Realistically, let's go right past that and go to the most important part. That's going to be the ingredients. The ingredients are going to tell you exactly what's going on in that food. And if you're getting what you're actually getting, like in the case of this strawberry uh, popsicle bar, (laughs) It's good that strawberry is the first ingredient on there. Oftentimes you'll find, especially if you're going to a big chain store that might not be very health conscious, <laughs> you'll find things that won't even have it won't even have strawberries in the strawberry fruit bar. It'll just have artificial flavors and sugar. And that'll be it. That'll be all that's in it. So this at least has strawberries, water, then cane syrup or cane sugar. Citric acid, guar gum, carob bean gum, 
ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C, uh, strawberry juice from concentrate, natural flavor, beet juice color, and then turmeric for color as well. So a lot of ingredients on there. And when you're looking at that, I'm looking for a couple different red flags. How much sugar are they adding to it? That's a huge one. Um, do I understand what the ingredients are? And understand that just because you don't know what the ingredient is, for instance, uh, you could take something like ascorbic acid. That's just vitamin C. But when you first read it, you might sound weird. And it's just like, okay, is this good for me? Is it not? Usually a good rule of thumb here is sticking to five to seven ingredients. So the less ingredients are, it's always going to be the better. And then also being able to understand what ingredients are. So just the simplest way, just Google them over time. So if you're buying a new food, just Google what's in it. And especially if it's low on the ingredient total amount, this will be easy to do. And you'll start kind of getting a hang of like, what is actually in my food? Because for instance, you could see ascorbic acid like we're talking about. Is that going to be a problem? I don't know. I'm just reading it for the first time. But now if you're like, oh, that's just vitamin C. But then the other reason why we're going to want to look at those ingredients first is because you could take something that would seem pretty harmless at first. For instance, dried sliced cranberries. That They're just cranberries, right? They're just dried and sliced. Except when you actually look at the ingredients of them, you see cranberries. That's number one. That's a good thing. But it also has sugar and expeller press sunflower oil. Why we need to add sugar to them? Um, apparently, we need more flavor in our cranberries. And also, we're using the sunflower oil in the drying process, which you've listened to the episode about uh, the refined oils. You know that the less of this we can get into our body, the better. And now is a little bit that's included. It's almost an insignificant amount with these dried cranberries. Is it going to really be that big of a difference? Probably not, but it's also good to understand like what's going into your body. So you can see that if you're trying to avoid these things, you know you're sensitive to them, it's good to be able to avoid them. And just you'll be amazed at how many foods that have no business having these refined oils in them actually have them in them. Well, moving on, we've got one of my favorites. It's going to be chocolate. And what I like about this company, Cho, is that almond, sea salt, dark chocolate with almonds and sea salt. That's all that's on the front. USDA organic, fair trade certified, 62% cacao. Not any crazy marketing. It's not trying to make some far out reaching claims that it's going to save your life. It's just like, this is what you're going to get. And that's reflected in the ingredients. Cacao beans, cane sugar, almonds cacao butter, sea salt, soy lecithin, and vanilla beans. So very simple ingredients, nothing too crazy. Whereas if you were to look at, say, a Hershey's bar, (laughs) the quality of the ingredients go down very quickly. (laughs) Because on the Hershey's bar, we're going to be looking at sugar, chocolate, cocoa butter, cocoa processed with alkali, milk fat, and lactose. Soy lecithin, uh, PGB, PGPR, emulsifier, vanillin, 
artificial flavor, and lastly, milk. So a much longer list <laughs> to make pretty much the same two products. And so you can see where the quality here is really going to be found in that nutrition label. Like All the marketing aside, you're going to be looking at that nutrition label. Because if you're looking at the nutrition facts, so the calories, you got 210 calories, the total fat is 16 grams, total carbs, 15 grams, and the protein, 3 grams. Like You're not going to get a whole lot of information from that. Like making sure that you're following your macros and paying attention to that, that's great. You're going to need to know that information. But what that food is actually made of, you're not going to get a good idea on that nutrition facts part. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to want to pay attention to the nutrition facts. It's got good information on there. You're going to want to make sure you're following your macros and kind of whatever meal plan you're going along with. It's just making that distinction that it's not the end all be all. <laughs> you you need to be able to see what ingredients because that's what the quality is. It's hard to see that the nutrition facts that's giving you the quantity, but the quality is going to be coming from the actual ingredients themselves. So paying attention to those first and foremost is what I always recommend. Is you'll find things that have a lot more ingredients than they should. And oftentimes that's going to lead to less optimal health. But to give you a couple more examples of how I would actually analyze one of these nutrition labels, let's take this for instance. We got a paleo bar here. Great snack to be able to get from Costco because relatively cheap, plus the ingredients on them is uh, really hard to beat, for, <laughs> just to be honest. So looking at, at this, we got one bar, 230 total calories. The total fat, we got 19 grams. Saturated fat, we got 9 grams. We're going to really go past the cholesterol. We're not too worried about the dietary cholesterol, to be honest. We're going to have a whole podcast on that coming up because dietary cholesterol, not a huge impact on your overall. Sodium, again, I'm not too worried about it as far as my daily intake. I'm paying attention to where my sodium is coming from. So processed food, for instance, say McDonald's, the quality of salt they're using, very low quality. <laughs> the sodium that's in that is going to cause a lot more problems considering the fact it's bleached, it's heavily processed. And when we're talking about salt for health, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about sea salt. So in this, I believe there's sea salt down here somewhere on the list, but sea salt, or pink Himalayan salt, both great options. And that's what you're looking for when you're looking for salt. When you see iodized salt, it's generally what you're wanting to stay away from. So moving down the list again. So we got total carbs, we got 14 grams. Fiber, 4 grams. Total sugar, 9 grams. Added sugar, 8 grams. Protein, 6 grams. Great now that they're also including the total sugar versus the added sugar. So you can really see where that sugar is coming from. It gives you a much better idea, for instance, with the dried cranberries. Because if you're looking at those, it's like, oh, we understand that cranberries already have sugar in them. So we might not necessarily need to worry too much about it. But when you look at the cranberry label, you see 
the total sugar on there is 29 grams, and they added 20 grams of sugar to it. Why? <laughs> Why do you have to do that? Sure, they taste good, but at the end of the day, like, is that really the ingredient you want to add to your salad? I was desperate. I didn't get that, but it's just an understanding in the future, what other options can I look for that I'm not going to add a bunch of extra sugar to my diet when I don't need to? As that's how a lot of people end up getting into trouble when they're not, not realizing it. Is this all this little bit of added sugar here and there? If that happens at all your meals or the same thing with the, the vegetable oil that's included in that as well or the refined seed oils. Just a little bit here and there might not seem like a big deal, but the problem is, is so many of the products out there have these things added in. And you're once you start reading these labels, and I'd recommend just start reading the labels for everything you're getting, <laughs> it'll really open your eyes to how many products actually have these things in there. Because it is mind-blowing. It absolutely, I remember just standing in Winco one day, looking at the Greek yogurt that I was buying, and I would normally buy um, a vanilla Greek yogurt. So I was like, oh, I can't have that much sugar in it. Then I found out that I should start reading my nutrition labels. Boom, right there. It's like 15 to 20 grams of sugar added every serving. It's like, <laughs> you're trying to make a better choice by going with Greek yogurt because everybody tells you that was better. And that was kind of what was going on at the time. But then you start looking at the nutrition label and it's going to tell you a different story. The marketing, it's telling you one thing. It's healthier. It's a, It's got the good probiotics in there. But once you look at the nutrition label, that's going to tell you the whole story. You're going to see in the ingredients, it's going to have sugar on there. And then you're going to look at the actual label itself. And you're like, oh, crap. Right there, we got 15 to 20 grams of added sugar. Not just the sugar that's in the milk, but added on top. That's a huge message right there. And right there, that's where you can really tell, like, there's a good chance that food is not serving you. That's not going to create the health that you're looking for. But looking at the ingredients on this paleo bar, we got organic whole albans, and we got organic honey. And so we can see that's where the added sugar is right there from that honey. Organic shredded coconut, pumpkin seeds, coconut oil, Brazil nuts, pumpkin seed protein, chia seeds, cinnamon, sea salt, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Having real quality sea salt in there rather than just <laughs> just the iodized salt that is not serving your health. Vanilla extract, and then it's got some allergy information. But much more simple ingredients compared to, we've got another option right here. This is a chocolate pretzel truffle crumb cake. It's a bar. It's a bar. <laughs> it obviously not going to be the equivalent. Um, but definitely a tasty option. <laughs> and so on here, I'm not going to make it through this whole nutrition label because this thing is a mile long. And right there, when you can see a nutrition label that's going taking up the entire page in small fonts, you know right away that probably not going to be the healthiest thing for you. And you're, you're picking this up. This is not going to be your healthy choice. This is more of a treat, a dessert. But of course, something to keep in mind. So first ingredient, brown sugar that we're on wheat flour, uh, wheat confectioner's coating. And that's got a whole list of ingredients for itself. Then more sugar, coconut oil, pretzels, 
that's got a bunch of ingredients for itself. <laughs> you keep going down. But if you look at the calories, if that's all you're looking at, Paleo Bar, that thing's got 230 calories. These cakes are only at 300. Not too big a video, right? The total fat uh, with the two servings of these cakes, it's 12 grams, 12 grams of fat. And the total fat on this Paleo Bar, 19 grams. The total carbs, we're looking at 14 versus 42. So that that's quite a bit more, but you know, just a little bit more calories, right? Because it's 9 grams versus 26 grams of sugar. And then we got 2 grams of protein in the cakes versus 6 grams in the Paleo Bar. And so obviously, one is going to be a little bit higher in carbs. Quite a bit higher in carbs. and But you're looking at these two things, especially if you have the older way of thinking of fat is bad, like you'd pick these cakes over. It'd be the healthier option. But then you we go back to these ingredient labels and it tells you a completely different story. Like everything in the paleo bar is organic. Everything is foods that you recognize and there's nothing crazy in there. And then you're going down the list of Oh, what's in these uh what's in these truffle cakes? Pretzel truffle cakes. It's like, wow, this is this is long. <laughs> There's a lot of things here. And it's not like all these things are bad, and it's not like a long ingredient label is gonna hundred percent mean that it's bad for you. It's understanding that when I see sugar on here, just glancing at it four or five times. It tells a whole different story. That's not going to serve your body and not going to lead to the greatest amount of health. And guys, so this is just really getting you to think is just the fact that let's stop looking at all the marketing on all these packages because marketing marketers are good. Like their job is to get you to buy stuff. (laughs) And if you're just going off that, you're not going to get the full picture. And then just going off the nutrition facts, you're still not going to get the whole picture. As you can get things to fit your macros. Like I remember another time walking in the store with one of my best friends and him and just making a joke out of how I could literally get anything in that store to fit my macros. So I picked up bacon wrapped hot dogs and it's like some fat in there. I need some healthy fats today. No carbs. Don't worry about it. I can get carbs from something else and it's got some protein. Perfect. But the second you looked at the nutrition label, you know, it's a completely different story. So it's just really getting you to get back to what your body's actually going to need. And the more you can simplify the foods going into your body, it's not going to always be the truth. It's not going to mean that that's going to be always the healthiest foods for you. Or as something has simple ingredients, it doesn't automatically make it healthy. But the, the lower you can get those ingredients, the better off you're going to be in 9 out of 10 cases. Or even better. When you're getting to foods that don't need nutrition labels, like an avocado, you don't go into the produce section and realize, or go look for nutrition labels because they're not there. You're not going to need to worry about this breakdown as much on on eating real food because the more you can get back to that, you can limit the amount of ingredients in your life, you're going to get back to better health and what your body needs a lot faster. What do you think, guys? How have you been approaching the food that you're buying? Have you been kind of going off just the marketing that's there? Have you already been reading these nutrition labels and 
What are some of the surprising foods that just have way more ingredients than they should? What have you come across that it's just like, oh, this is this is something simple. Why does it have 32 ingredients on it and my grandma's name? <laughs> like, this makes no sense. But guys, if you want the show to keep growing and cause this really is not about just working on your own health. Of course, it's about helping you lose fat. It's about helping you get out of your comfort zone and really make that change in your life. But more than that, it's about creating a whole generation, a whole movement that's healthier. Because at this point, obesity is getting into the high 80s. I'm sure, we're going to be at the 90s here, not too, not too far in the future. And that's something, that's not what we want for our future. That's not going to lead to happiness. That's not going to lead to prosperity. That's not going to lead to an amazing 2022 is now that we're going into this new year, it's time to take this to the next level. Like we've been struggling with COVID for how long now? Stuck in our homes and just putting our life on pause with all this going on. But life's still moving. Everything's still moving forward. So let's really make a change this year and all have more success, more prosperity, get the body of your dreams. Get the strength of your dreams. Get the money of your dreams. All these goals. Let's get it for 2022. I'm excited for you. And I can't wait to see where you're at at the end. And if you like this show, remember, sharing it with one person, that's what it takes to keep things moving. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. And have a great 2022. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.